Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So here's the question right now I think a lot of us are asking, right? How is it that we've come to a spot in American history that we're led by such imbeciles and these imbeciles are followed by such sheep, right? Fair question, right? I know a lot of you are asking that, the smart folks in this audience, and you are smart. I read your feedback. How is it that we've come to be led by a class of such morons who were followed so easily by so many sheep? I'll get to what I mean. I got a piece of video from a KGB defector I played before. That explains a lot of it. Then we're going to go down the list of just disgusting sound and audio video from yesterday from our uh, chief joint chiefs chairman, our defense secretary, this hapless president, loaded show, don't go anywhere. Hey, uh, what do you think of big tech spying on you? You don't like it? Well, I don't like it either. I hate it. That's why I have a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Get your VPN. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. I've got that. Also, Biden's a coward and a chump and should resign immediately before any other additional destruction and devastation happens. We've got the evidence right here. He doesn't know anything, and what he knows is wrong. That's a fact. We'll show, prove it today. The guy is a clueless buffoon. International community is laughing at us. It's really embarrassing. All right, uh, we have a new sponsor today. I'm, uh, uh, we're proud to be supported by Grand Canyon University. Welcome on board. An affordable Christian university and one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the entire country. Located in beautiful, sunny Phoenix, Arizona, GCU is ranked top 20 for best college campuses in America. And Grand Canyon University offers over 275 engaging academic programs with over 240 online. Grand Canyon University integrates the free market system with a welcoming Christian worldview perspective into its academic program so you can put your faith into action and help transform communities. Isn't that refreshing? In 2020, GCU students received over $290 million in scholarships with many attending Grand Canyon University for less than the cost of a state university. Find your purpose at GCU. Find it today. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see what scholarships you qualify for. That's gcu.edu slash myoffer. Go today. Thanks, GCU. All right, Joe. Another one. Let's go. Here we go. Yeah. Joe's got a lot going on right now, folks. Thank so a uh, lot going on behind the scenes of this show with a lot of things and a lot of people. So uh, just be patient with us. We appreciate it. Just a quick note, we will be off on Monday. I have to take off for something. It is uh, not any kind of an emergency. Don't worry about it. But uh, with this coming Monday, we'll be off. So, uh, don't, and, you know, you're such a great, caring audience. If I take a day off and I don't tell you, I get a thousand emails. Dan, what happened? I love you for it. I love it. It's not a, we'll be all right. It's just something unrelated. Okay. I told uh, Joe I will be off the grid. So please <laughs> don't contact you me unless it's something serious. You got it, man. So, uh. We are being led by idiots who are being followed by sheep. What made me think of this this morning, and I kind of had to change the show a little bit. I had a different beginning uh, I, I was planning on doing. Right before I uh, came upstairs here to get the whole show started with Guy and Joe, I'm out on uh, this Facebook page, and I'm looking around, and I find out that Palm Beach County, which is south of us, in D- it's in Florida, obviously, uh, w- 
in defiance of our great governor, Ron DeSantis, has now instituted a mask mandate for kids. It's unenforceable. The parents in Palm Beach County should just dismiss it and ignore it. It is totally unenforceable. Do not send your kid to school with a mask on. Just don't do it. Do not obey. Just don't do it. Uh, but I, and it's interesting because that's not why I'm talking about this now in light of everything going on in Afghanistan. The reason I'm talking about it is because when you read the comments, I was going to start this show. I even have it written down here about how stunning it is that people who are so totally and completely incompetent, I mean, imbeciles are in charge of the country right now. Just idiots all around. But then I thought there's another part to that. Yes, we're being led by imbeciles, but there's such sheep that follow them. I read the comments underneath the WPTV, the local station, where they announced this uh, unenforceable mask mandate in Palm Beach, which you should ignore. You should just ignore it. And uh, I'm reading the comments by these sheep. Oh, yeah, finally. This is great. Save the world. Save the dolphins. Say, these dopey parents. And I'm like, they have no evidence. Any- You're going to stick your kid in a mask, right? Just to be clear. A mask so he can breathe in his own carbon dioxide and all the pathogens that develop in this moist, nasty, humid Florida weather. You get that's what happens at the end of the summer. It's hot down here. You're gonna let your kid for eight hours breathe this in, despite zero evidence whatsoever, it'll put an end to this pandemic. You have no evidence it'll do that. It may have a minor, minor impact on some active transmitter device. If he's coughing or sneezing, but he shouldn't be in school anyway, he or she. And you want to stick your kid in a mask all day because someone told you to. And I'm, I'm coming upstairs. I, I'm come, I, I walk upstairs into the office. I'm like, what kind of parents are you? Are you really this dumb? I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to offend you, but I'm asking, are you really this? Can you be this dumb? Someone told you to do something. You have no evidence whatsoever that this is going to, on net, benefit your kid. Matter of fact, on net, it's probably going to harm your kid. And you just do it anyway because you've been told and you're a sheep lemming. You have to see the comments on this page. These these just dunce parents attacking anyone who's like, yeah, we're not going to do that. Just attacking them viciously. How did we get to this place where we're led by idiots who are followed by idiot sheep? Well, KGB defector, back decades ago, Yuri Bezmenov, who we played on the show before, described in this, he talks about the four-step plan to basically destroy a country from the inside out, that he was a KGB agent that the Russians and the Soviets knew about a long time ago. And step one is you have to demoralize the population. This is how you get sheep on the Facebook page. Put my kid in a mask right now. Put my Trump, screw orange man, bad. This is how you get such idiots and idiots in charge. You're idiots if you do. I'm really sorry. You're idiots if you just comply. What kind of parents are you? You don't ask for any science-backed data that on net. You don't even care about the consequences for your kid. What kind of parents are you? I'm serious. How did we get such dunces? The answer is we produced them. Took about 20 years. Took a generation of polluted minds of academia and others pumping anti-American propaganda into your kids' heads. But that's how we produce the leaders and the sheep we have now. Listen to Yuri Bezmenov in about a minute and a half explain exactly how we produce the generation of imbeciles. Check this out. Demoralization, it takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. 
Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy, exposed to the ideology of the enemy. In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The result, the result you can see, most of the people who graduated in the 60s, dropouts or half-baked intellectuals, are now occupying the positions of power in the government, civil service, business, mass media, educational system. You are stuck with them. You cannot get rid of them. They are contaminated. They are programmed to think and react to certain stimuli in a certain pattern. You cannot change their mind. Even if you, if you expose them to authentic information, even if you prove that white is white and black is, uh, is black, you still cannot change the basic perception and the logic of behavior. Wow. Yeah, wow is right. We have programmed a generation of imbeciles. So again, while reading this about the mask mandate in Palm Beach and the just violent, aggressive parents, and I use air quotes because they're not acting like parents, attacking anyone with a dissenting opinion. And then listening to Joe Biden, Lloyd Austin, and Mark Milley, I realize now, yes, we, we have a generation of idiots running the country and a generation of sheep idiots following them. Idiot sheep herder, imbecile sheep. <laughs> They just follow. How, that's this is exactly how we got here. The Marxist model from the Soviets imported over here. Teach anti-American stupidity and propaganda to a generation of people who are now in charge of the country and their parents who sucked it all up, who will put their kids in potential danger there. Potential danger. They'll put their kids in danger. Because someone told them. to. Imbecile sheep herder, shepherd, dopey sheep. That's how we got here. Now, you need evidence, of course. Why do we have a generation of programmed idiots? A program. There's nothing you can do. Besmanov is right. There's nothing you can do to pull them out of their programming. They're like computer automatons right now. Trump bad. Biden good. It doesn't matter what evidence I present. Having said that, you, you might say fairly enough, well, Dan, why are you going to now present, present evidence that we're being led by morons? Because there are smart people who watch this show who actually think critically. I'm not talking about the liberals and the media matters losers who are obsessed with my show. I'm talking about the sane people. They may need this. Here is our secretary of defense. Again, just not a bright guy at all. Who amazingly said this on camera. Here's him yesterday in a quick hit here saying, you know, we don't have the capability outside of Karzai airport in Kabul. We don't have the capability with our military to go out and get our citizens stranded now behind enemy lines who could be killed or taken hostage any day now. He actually said this on camera. Check this out. Do you have the capability to go out and collect Americans? We don't have the capability to go out and collect up large uh, numbers of, of, uh, of people. Barn. Okay, I'm, we're going to run out of adjectives today, but that is explosive bullshit. Explosive. Colossal, astonishing, stunning. We're going to have to go through the whole litany of adjectives today. Um, that is bull. There is credible reporting out there that the UK has their special forces, the two para, 
that they're out there in the streets grabbing UK Irish citizens and others and pulling them out. So that's just lying. He's just lying. I don't want to hear again from the lefties. Oh my gosh, she served in the pay. He, I've always said thank you for that. I mean it. That does not absolve you of stupid decisions today. It's incredible how some of my friends who served in the past say something you don't agree with on the left, and you don't care about their service, and you attack them ruthlessly. He's a public figure making public decisions that are now costing people lives. Lloyd Austin is not telling you the truth. We absolutely have the capability to go out and get people. We're just not doing it because Joe Biden doesn't care and Lloyd Austin's lying for him. I'm going to get to this again a little later, but it just if I may hit this right now. How do you explain the fact that when I was a Secret Service agent in the motorcade transportation division, it's called TS, transportation section. I did two tours there. How do you explain the fact that in some of the world's hottest hot zones, I organized motorcades in one country that were almost 20 miles long and with a fraction of the personnel that the U.S. military could bring over there to secure motorcades and motorcade routes to get our people to, to a, a Karzai airport. How do you explain the fact that Lloyd Austin can't do that? Do you want, you, know, you, you want me to go over and show you how it's done? You don't know how to secure a motorcade route? You don't understand, you don't understand choke points? You don't understand CS, counter-surveillance? You don't understand counter-sniper? You don't, you don't understand any of it? You're telling me you're the defense secretary, and you have no idea how any of that works. Folks, how did we... He's lying. Go get the whip or the GS-14 of the Secret Service Transportation Section today and ask him how to secure a motorcade route. It may be a her, I don't know. And I promise you, give them an hour, they'll explain to you exactly how to do it. I could do it right now on the show. You're telling me our defense secretary doesn't know how to do that, how to create a secure channel of the airport. Are you seriously suggesting that? So our options are Lloyd Austin is an imbecile or a liar. He's BSing you. Credible reports the UK is doing this right now, grabbing their people while we do nothing. And it's not our men on the ground. Again, the reporting has been that they are on fire about not being able to put themselves in the hot zone to go get our people because they're the real heroes. It is the leadership, which I'm going to fillet this weekend on my Fox show. They're the morons. It's like I'm going to do it today. Folks, there's an absolutely savage Twitter thread out there. We're going to blow up. We blew up that other Twitter thread from Brooklyn Mom three weeks ago. I expect this goes viral by the end of the day. You know what? I don't like to load up uh, spots in the beginning, but it's probably the best. Let me just, before I get to that, let me, because I want to go through this. This is devastating. I promise. Go to Twitter. Retweet this thing today. I hate Twitter, but make this thing go viral. Make it go viral. I promise once you're done reading it. Uh, and, and the whole gist of it is how we become led by imbeciles and followed by sheep, and you'll get it. Uh, thanks again for your patience. We appreciate our sponsors. They want to talk to you. Hey, listen up, everyone. For only a limited time, all first-time GenuCell orders are 50% off during their summer blowout sale, online orders only. For the first time in history, you get 50% off packages, including GenuCell for under-eye bags and puffiness. You just visit GenuCell.com now. Order now and get GenuCell's customer favorite vitamin C deep firming serum free at checkout. Your skin will be smooth as silk and free from redness and dark marks. You'll see it right before your eyes. Here's Mary from Reno. And using GenuCell for a while is perfect for my sensitive skin. 
hydrates and bathes my skin completely. I'm blemish-free, so much so I don't need any makeup. I look at pictures of myself 15 years ago, and there's barely any change in my skin. It's an amazing product. It's perfect for all skin types and even sensitive skin. See results in as little as 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. Go to GenuCell.com and enter Dan40, that's Dan40, check out for an extra $40 off. Every order is upgraded to free priority shipping. That's GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com, promo code Dan40. Thanks, GenuCell. This is, as I said, this is a savage Twitter thread. Savage. That exposes, again, where we are in our leaders. And it highlights the Yuri Bezmenov thing, how we've been led by idiots and a generation of dopey sheep. And also how, what Schumpeter said, how capitalism and freedom sometimes sows the seeds of its own destruction. Because our people become so rich that many of them, the liberals, not you, but the liberals become fat, dumb, and happy. And that what they do is because they have so much time on their hands because they live in a liberty-oriented capitalist country, all they do is pay attention to everyone else's problems rather than fixing their own. And then they lose the big picture. I want you to read every one of these tweets. We put, uh, there's two on each one, right? So this is a thread. It's incredible. It's by us. Uh, at Shashi Gat. You'll see it. I retweeted it or on my uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter feed there. It's important you see it. She says, we become a nation of navel gazers who have it so easy that our free time is spent arguing over whether someone with a, let's call it unit downstairs, can be a chick holding great leaders of the past to impossible standards of the present and adding new genders to the grievance menu every five minutes. She goes on, she says, our government's propped up the most Dunning-Kruger-infected experts the world has ever known, and yet they still keep shouting, trust the science, because they've turned science into a religious cult that'll brook no dissent. She goes on, the feminists in this country care more about protesting an imaginary wage gap while wearing knitted, say, pink caps while women around the globe are still stoned to death for daring to be seen in public with a man or raped to death for not covering her body enough. Our military leaders are more concerned with dumbing down PT requirements and psych requirements so they can create an armed force that's more adept at examining their privilege than waging a war. She goes on. Our political leaders. That's the other one. Our political leaders on both sides do absolutely nothing for the good of this nation or its people because they're too focused on money laundering, uh, I mean fundraising, so they can perpetuate their power and get rich off the backs of the taxpayers. The mega corporations and billionaires are banded together and are essentially running this country as the bastard hate child of an oligarchy and a technocracy because our elected politicians are feckless, let's call them dimwits, that don't want to do any actual work. <clears throat> she concludes. The anti-Trump zealots spent four years turning over every rock, analyzing every word, dissecting every action, crying the 25th Amendment every time he mispronounced a word. They attacked him relentlessly for not listening to the sage advice of the intelligence agencies and State Department. But in four years, Trump never came close to effing things up as bad as Biden has in seven months. I never in my life thought I'd be so deeply ashamed of this country, but here I am, angry, ashamed, and wondering if we'll come out of this on the other side. I hope we do.
Let that one stew a minute. The feminists, the military leaders, the political leaders, the mega corporations, the billionaires, the anti-Trump zealots. They're the programmed idiots Besmanov was talking about. Programmed idiots. Completely oblivious to information, facts, data, logic, reason. It doesn't matter. As Besmanov says, if you slap them in the face with pictures of concentration camps, they'll ignore you and pretend it isn't happening. There is no amount of evidence. Now, you may be saying after that depressing thread and a depressing opening, us being led by idiots and followed by idiot sheep. But folks, we got here and we can get out of this too. If it took 20 years to screw this up, it's probably closer to 50. It may take half the time to fix it. And the way they did it through a generation of educating kids how much this country sucks, then we can start to educate them how great this country is too. We'll get out of this trough. may take some time, but we will. All right, let's move on. Again, I'm going to run out of adjectives and adverbs and modifiers today to describe just how moronic the leadership class in the United States is now. Biden's a total coward, by the way. He gave a speech yesterday, which I'm not going to play. You say he gave a speech about Afghanistan. No, no, he didn't give a speech about Afghanistan at all. We have people who could be killed and who are being killed right now outside of an airfield we're supposed to be controlling where we're not evacuating our people and Lloyd Austin is lying to people. And what did Joe Biden do yesterday? This coward chump who should resign immediately, immediately, and all of his leadership team. He is a disgrace to this country. He is a corrupt father to a complete loser, a corruptocrat himself. The big guy is a fraud and should resign yesterday. Disgrace, a corrupt, disgusting human being. Finally, someone with the guts to call him out. Ron DeSantis, one of the good guys, was on Sean Hannity's show last night. And Ron DeSantis was asked by Sean, you believe this guy, Biden? He comes out, gives a speech about putting your kid in a mask and doesn't even mention Afghanistan yesterday? That's the kind of coward chump loser this guy is. DeSantis just takes it to him. I want you to check this out. They had to ply him off a of vacation to give a kind of a, a half-cocked statement on camera that he said wasn't taking questions. Then he goes back on vacation, and he is obsessed. While you have all the stuff going on with Afghanistan, obviously all the stuff at the southern border, which you and I have talked about, one of the biggest border disasters in the history of our country, inflation, gas prices. And what does he do? He is obsessed with having the government force kindergartners to wear masks all day in school. In Florida, we believe that that's the parents' decision. Joe Biden thinks the federal government should come in and overrule the parents and force these young kids to wear these masks. And you got to wonder, where are your priorities that you're so obsessed with this issue and so obsessed with taking away parents' rights and you're letting Afghanistan burn, our border burn, and so many other things in our country fall to pieces? Led by idiots, the country followed by idiot sheep. Show may be harsh today, folks. My apologies if you uh, still want cutesy time. But as I said a while ago, cutesy time is over. We're not doing cutesy time anymore. We are in a catastrophic position we can fix, but it's only going to be fixed by hard men and women. We'd start tightening things up around here. I want you to remember this, too, because DeSantis calls it right about this moron yesterday. 
who gives a speech about masking your two-year-old while people are dying in Afghanistan. People are falling off planes, dying to get out of the country. This idiot loser gives a speech about masking your kids, which the idiot sheep on the WPTV Facebook page, this is great. This is great. Parents in name only, Pinos. Remember this from Barack Obama? To show you what a disgrace this guy occupying the Oval Office is right now? Who shouldn't even be there? If we would have conducted some, um, some diligence in this, I want to curse here, election beforehand, instead of letting everybody just willy-nilly change the rules the last minute? Here, Politico. President was not encouraging what Obama really thought about Biden. You want to know what Obama really thinks about Biden here from this political piece? This was back in 2020. In case you think, you know, in case Obama tries to cover this up. He says uh, anonymously sourced quotes from Obama kept appearing throughout the presidential race. This is from last year. One Democrat who spoke to Obama recalled the former president warning. Don't underestimate Joe Biden's ability to F things up. You're not going to want to miss my monologue on the Fox show this weekend. I promise you it is going to be ruthless. Ruthless. Resign immediately, you clown. Showing you again what stunning, astonishing, colossal incompetence we have right now leading the country and the sheep followers following right along. We had a caller to our radio show, the Dan Bongino radio show, obviously on Tuesday. Guy called in Robert Charles. He was an assistant secretary of state in the Bush administration. My call screener team is excellent. And they said, you need to take this guy, Stat. So he said something on the show on Tuesday, and we realized he was breaking news on the show. He broke this news on Tuesday. Something came out about this yesterday in an update. But I want you to listen to this very closely. How the Trump administration which was competent, unlike the buffoons we have now, it instituted a Contingency and Crisis Response Bureau, CCR, because they didn't want another Benghazi to happen. This Contingency and Crisis Response Bureau, their purpose was to prevent another takeover of a foreign embassy and assist in the evacuation of people from uh, foreign soil if, God forbid, there was another event like that. But what did Joe Biden's team do? Stunning, stunning incompetence. Right before the Afghanistan downfall, they put it on halt. They paused it. They were too busy telling Mark Milley of the military to go uh, teach Ibram Kendi's uh, uh, woke theories of uh, woke and anti-wokeness or whatever it may be. Here, listen to the caller. This happened on Tuesday. It's Thursday, obviously. Check this out. Three weeks ago, Tony Blinken, this is not known to the public, Three weeks ago, Tony Blinken signed a document that has not yet been delivered to the United States Congress that literally abolished the Crisis and Contingency Response Bureau at the department. Why? Because they anticipated Kabul decline, uh, going into disarray, and they wanted to push all the responsibility for that over onto the Pentagon, not take it at the State Department. Remember, that bureau is the one that flew 100,000 people around the world back to the United States because of COVID. And the last thing I'm going to say as a former intel analyst is, it is shameful for the President of the United States Get up in front of the American people, lie to them boldly, tell them that, by the way, we've kicked the Taliban out, which, in fact, in 10 days that he invited the Taliban right straight back, and to blame it all on 
Afghans that you pulled the air support away from, intelligence that you pulled the intelligence away from them, you pulled the ground support away from them, and then blaming the junior intel analysts in the United States who are guys and women who cannot talk to the media and who cannot talk policy. It is shameful. It's a disgrace. This national security team is a disgrace. Wow. Uh, wow. Is uh, uh, Verdict is in. Anthony Blinken must resign immediately. We're led by idiots, followed by sheep. Please explain to me how that's not worthy of an immediate resignation. So Anthony Blinken, according to this Robert Charles, who called my show on Tuesday, Robert Charles says, our disgraced Secretary of State, realizing Afghanistan was going to fall, signs this memo disbanding a unit that could rescue people out of Afghanistan. Why? Because he didn't want the State Department to have the assets to do it because then they could be blamed when they didn't do it. So then he could hoist the responsibility for the failed evacuation of Afghanistan, is according to Robert Charles. He could hoist that responsibility onto the backs of the Pentagon. If that's true, the allegations Robert Charles makes, if that's true, if that's true, Tony Blinken must resign immediately. And to the members of Congress who listen to my show, I know you're there. Thank you for your feedback. I appreciate it. You should be demanding answers on this right now. Did Tony Blinken disband the Contingency and Crisis Response Bureau three weeks before Why did he do it? Did he know Afghanistan was going to fall? Was he trying to dump responsibility onto the Pentagon and prevent his ability to do anything about it? Oh, I don't know. We don't have anything. The Pentagon's got to do that. Raheem Kassam from the National Pulse uh, picked up this story yesterday in an exclusive. I'll put the story up in my uh, newsletter, bongino.com slash newsletter. As always, you can just go direct to the National Pulse too, but we try to make it convenient. Exclusive. Joe Biden's State Department halted a Trump-era crisis response plan aimed at avoiding Benghazi-style evacuations just months before the Taliban takeover. Raheem's sources have been pretty impeccable in the past. Ours are pretty good there, too. If you want to read Raheem's story, and I encourage you to do it, it's very detailed. It'll be up in my newsletter today. Led by idiots, followed by imbecile sheep. Sheep. Took a generation to make people this stupid. It's going to take a generation to rescue them. You know what? I've got more stunning incompetence coming up, um, including a, 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 a piece of sound video by Joe Biden that's so hard to believe he said it. Me and Guy sat here this morning going, is this even real? Like, did he really say this? And he did with uh, George Snuffleupagus. So you're not going to want to miss that. Love this place so much. How did we get here? How did we get here? Hey, we're all trying to eat better, me included, but a healthy breakfast doesn't have to be a boring one. Magic Spoon is the amazing flavors you love, but without all the bad stuff. Huge, huge hit in my house. My daughter's empty me out of this stuff all the time. Magic Spoon is zero grams of sugar. 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving. It has only 140 calories a serving. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own box of cereal or get a variety pack with the available flavors. Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberry, and cinnamon. I have great news. Magic Spoon is bringing back two super popular flavors, cookies and cream, Paula's favorite, and maple waffle. 
permanently. When they were first introduced for a limited time, these flavors sold out because they're delicious. Make sure to get these again or try them for the first time. It's popular stuff, folks. People love it. I get great feedback on it. You don't have to make it. You're going to eat breakfast cereal? Eat a good one. It tastes good. It's good for you. Go to magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Grab your delicious cereal. Try it today. Be sure to use our promo code Bongino at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon's so confident in their product, it's back with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Bongino and use the code Bongino to save $5 off. It's not just for breakfast, by the way. It's good anytime. I like to eat it at night when I get a sweet tooth. I don't want to feel too bad. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring the episode. Again, uh, magicspoon.com slash Bongino. Use promo code Bongino. Save $5 off. So more stunning. I have all the uh, <laughs> stunning, astonishing, colossal. I, I underlined these because I really ran out of, I needed a thesaurus this morning. More incompetence from the Biden administration. Uh, this is an actual quote from him. I want you to pay very close attention. It's Joe Biden's interview with uh, Stephanopoulos over at ABC. So Stephanopoulos asked him a question about the Afghanis who fell off planes, flying, trying to fly on the wings of planes to get out of, uh, of, uh, of Kabul because it's that bad. And Biden says, well, that was four days ago. He then talks about gaining control. And he's asked a question about, would you have handled this differently? Pay attention to this. There's so much stupidity in this one minute that you may have to take some kind of neuroprotective compounds to protect your cerebral cortex from atrophying, from listening to this kind of stupidity. This is the actual president of the United States. Embarrassing. Check this out. We've seen those hundreds of people packed into a C-17. We've seen Afghans falling. That was four days ago, five days ago. What did you think when you first saw those pictures? What I thought was we have to gain control of this. We have to move this more quickly. We have to move in a way in which we can take control of that airport. And we did. So you don't think this could have been handled, this actually could have been handled better in any way? No mistakes? No, I, I, I don't think it could have been handled in a way that there, we, we're going to go back in hindsight and look, but the idea that somehow there's a way to have gotten out without chaos ensuing, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how that happened. So for you, that was always priced into the decision? Yes. So Afghans falling off planes trying to escape from Karzai Airport. Don't worry, folks. That was four days ago, according to Joe Biden. No worries. He actually said that. Then he says, you know, we got to gain control of the airport. Uh, did it occur to him that maybe we shouldn't have lost control of the airport till we had our people out? Again, it's not that I didn't do force protection before. I did this for a living. This is what I did. It's not. No, I actually did this. Folks, candidly, it's not even that hard. We used to have things called go-bys in the Secret Service. You know what a go-by was? If a guy did something that was really good, he developed an security plan, he would give out his documents to other people and he'd say, hey, here's a go-by. In other words, go buy this. It was almost an instruction guide how to evac people, how to create motorcade routes. It's not hard. You're telling me the president of the United States doesn't have people telling him this? We have to gain control of the airport. How about you don't lose control? The stupid. Would you have handled this differently? No, no, I would. you wouldn't. You wouldn't have handled this any different. <sighs> Here's more BS from Lloyd Austin, our defense secretary, who again, please, please resign before you cause any future damage. 
I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, Mr. Austin, I am sorry to tell you, history is going to look back on you. There is no doubt about this. In utter, complete disgrace, you will be written about in history books in the worst possible way for the disaster you've been involved with. So just leave now. There's no redeeming your reputation at this point. Watch his face here in this brief clip when a reporter says, "Um, so let me get this straight. You're telling us, as you did before, that you can't get our people out of Afghanistan. You can't get them to Karzai Airport in Kabul. You won't go out and get them. And that your only solution is to rely on the good graces of the Taliban savage murderers to let our people through their Taliban checkpoints to get to the airport. You're just relying on them. What are we giving them? We, we, we giving them uh, back rubs. What are we dishing out handies here? What are we, what are we doing? Is that what, what are we doing? How's that working out exactly? This is our, our defense secretary. Oh, we hope. We really hope. Check this out. And, and where do you take that? I mean, how far can you extend into Kabul, you know, and, uh, and, and how long does it take to flow those forces in to be able to do that? So it sounds like you're saying this depends on diplomacy with the Taliban. That's it. That's our only option is getting them to agree to do this. Well, let me add something here, Elaine. Uh, Folks, the reason I left that little clip of Millie, it's not by accident. It wasn't cut wrong. I sent it to Joe that way. And I want you, please, go to my Rumble account and watch it, rumble.com slash Bongino. Watch Lloyd Austin's face. Millie has to come in to save him. So you're telling me you guys aren't going to go out and get our people, that you're hoping that the Taliban is going to let our people through? These savage-murdering, girl-raping pigs, which is an offense to pigs, which at least have a purpose. And Lloyd Austin's like, huh? Uh, uh. Puzzled by the question because he doesn't want to answer. Yeah, yeah, we're begging the Taliban. So Millie had another another failure. Millie has to come in and say, let me uh, provide some uh, color here. He doesn't say anything. It's, a, it's, it's verbal diarrhea. Listen, I said before, Lloyd Austin wants to give me a call. I'm not kidding. If he wants to give me a call, I'm happy to discuss with him how we clear motorcade routes for the president and dignitaries. It's just not, it's not hard. Very happy to discuss it. How we deal with high points, high ground, crowds, choke points, turns, alternate routes, safe houses. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to do that. If Lloyd wants to, Lloyd, give me a ring, buddy. I'll tell you how to establish a safe corridor so we can get our people out. If you're interested in that kind of stuff. You apparently don't know how to do that, despite being the defense secretary. To the whip and the whip is like the number two. To the whip and the GS-14 supervisor in charge of TS. Please, go to the Secret Service director and ask him if you can call Lloyd Austin. He has no idea how to run a uh, secure motorcade to get our people out. No, none, I, no idea. He's just relying on the Taliban. Next time we do a presidential motorcade, can you imagine, you know, if there was going to be a potential terror attack in a hot zone and going to the local terror group, if the president was in, say, Indonesia and saying to the local terror group, hey, I want you guys to man the checkpoints around the president's motorcade and don't let other terrorists through, please. And by the way, don't kill us during the motorcade. Don't shoot at us either. Please. Can you imagine that? The president would be like, well, that's crazy. But it's weird because when it's our people who aren't the president, there are the actual workers on the ground and the diplomats and their families. You just leave them behind and say, yeah, yeah, we can't go get you. We're just hoping the Taliban 
is up for cutesy time. I promise you the Taliban's not into cutesy time. They're animals. They're animals. And that's an offense to animals. At least animals are creatures of God. These are creatures of Satan. Here's more astonishing BS. It's exactly how I wrote it. Here's Biden yesterday claiming with uh, Stephanopoulos that there we have no troops in Syria. Play the cut. We have maintained the ability to have an over-the-horizon capability to take them out. We don't have a military in Syria. Led by idiots, followed by sheep. I'm sure the sheep will defend this. We don't have troops in Syria? Let's go to the Politico piece. Just uh, use the left-leaning site for a reason. Laura Seligman, just a little while ago, troops to stay put in Syria, even as Biden seeks to end America's forever war. He also said there was nobody who was being killed outside of Karzai Airport. Really? Last body count I got was 17 dead. Did he miss that too? Yeah, he brings up a good point, Joe. It was four days ago. He forgot. It was four days ago. Just oh. like the guy falling from the... Four days ago. So anything... You know, he's only, he's only on a three-day timeline. Anything outside of three days is totally irrelevant. Thanks, Guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Joe says thanks. I, yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. We, it's a good point. Forget about so again, because we're out of adjectives, we'll just leave this with just more BS. Here's Mark Milley. Notice very carefully here when he talks about whether he was warned or not, because folks, there's only two, and I'll address this again on my Fox show on Saturday, because it's important that the national audience hears this outside of my podcast and radio show. There are only two scenarios right here, and only two. Number one, Biden was warned by the intel and military community, if you pull out the way you're going to, chaos and death will result. That's option one, right? What's option two? Option two is he wasn't warned or was warned and is just too dumb to process the information. So he was either warned or he wasn't, correct? It's binary. He was warned. Now, instead of Mark Milley preserving some of his dignity and telling the truth, we warned the president about this and he did it anyway. Notice what Milley does here. He throws the intelligence community under the bus who did warn Milley that uh, Bagram and, and Afghanistan would collapse. They did warn him. Don't believe me. Sources, they 100% warned him. But notice what Millie does here. Matter of fact, I'll just play it. I want to see if you catch it, how he tries to be too cute by half here. Check this out. The time frame of a rapid collapse, that was widely estimated and ranged from weeks to months and even years following our departure. There was nothing that I or anyone else saw that indicated a collapse of this army and this government in 11 days. You catch it? You catch what he did there? So the government fell in 11 days. So notice what he says in the beginning. Yeah, the assessments range from weeks. Weeks, what, like two? You mean like 14 days? So he's kind of like winking and nodding that, yeah, yeah, we were warned it could fall in just weeks, like two, maybe less. They were warned. Sources are everywhere right now ratting these guys out. Yes, it was. But he says, but I wasn't warned about 11 days. You notice how he uses that specific number? Mm-hmm. Plausible deniability later on. Ah, I can deny it. I didn't see 11 days. I saw 12. I saw nine. I saw, but not 11. But I didn't see 11. Notice what he does there? Because he's trying to be too cute by half. That's not what leaders do. That's not what leaders do. Millie must resign too. In disgrace. In disgrace. 
Folks, the crazies are out. I'll get to that in a second. The crazies are out, too. The anti-Trump, it's, is there a full moon this week? Something going on? Is something in the water? Uh, wait till I read his tweet by uh, Chari Jacobus. Total lunatic. Wait till I read this tweet. She actually put this out there in the public space. Oh, boy. Hey, not so long ago, companies solely existed to provide products or services. Remember those days? Customers spent money in return for a product or service. Almost overnight, everything changed. A lot of these corporations became vessels for anti-American, anti-family, and leftist propaganda. Not a lot of companies had the courage to stand up. One of the first was Patriot Mobile. He stood up for our Christian values and our Constitution. Patriot Mobile is the broadest nationwide coverage. It uses the same towers as the major carriers. So you get the same great mobile service, plus they have plans to fit any budget. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team has the highest rating among wireless carriers. More importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, the Constitution, sanctity of life, veterans, and first responders. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation if you use offer code Dan. They also have special discounts for veterans and first responders. It's time to start supporting companies that love America, love you, and share our traditional family values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Dan, PatriotMobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT today. Thanks, Patriot Mobile. We appreciate it. This tweet speaks for itself. Uh, There's a lot of this going out in the anti-Trump ecosystem, just full of uh, lunatics. Here's uh, Shari Jacobus. She says, uh, now that we know Trump was setting a booby trap for Biden in Afghanistan, start pulling that thread. If you were out to sabotage Biden, think of every step, every move you'd make. And then understand that's what Trump did. Trump, Pompeo, Putin are enemies of America. Folks, Cherry Jacobus, is, this is just insane. She should really seek assistance immediately. Immediately. This could get bad quickly. So let me just get this straight. The anti-Trump crowd, this is where I never got the logic. Trump is the dopey orange man bad. No ability to process information whatsoever. And on the other hand, he's so cunning. He set up this massive international global trap to get Biden bogged down in Afghanistan. I Thanks, uh, Chari Jacobus. Thanks a lot. Very genius. Just, uh, you're, you're, it's so compelling reading those highly intellectual tweets. She put, actually put that out on a social media for people to see. Uh. Oh, totally. Totes. Totes McGoats is my daughter. Says. All right, let me just move on quick because I got a couple other stories I want to get to before we uh, uh, bug out for the day. Randy Weingarten. Folks, this is one of the most disgraceful public figures I've ever seen in my life. And uh, saying that, given the show we just did, is, uh, is, is it's really tough to start to triage who's dumber. But Randy Weingarten has destroyed more lives of more kids because of her commitment to... Uh, making sure young, poor children, especially minorities, don't get an education and don't have a choice, don't get school choice. I would argue that she's been one of the most destructive public figures in the last 30 or 40 years. Again, led by idiots, followed by sheep. People follow Randy Weingarten, though, because Randy Weingarten is all about the money. It's all about getting paid to do what she does, which is making sure kids suffer in poor public schools. She's the head of the uh, one of the biggest teachers unions in the country, and Randy Weingarten is a liar. Now, we know that, but she lies because she knows the, what Yuri Bezmenov said in the beginning, that we're being led by idiots and followed by sheep. 
She understands that. So she put this out on her social media account as well. Talking about Biden now, Biden's planning on suing states, suing states who ban mask mandates. They don't ban masks. They ban mask mandates. Of course, Randy understands that. But Randy's a liar. Now, the Biden administration will fail miserably and be humiliated again like they've humiliated the country. We will humiliate them. This will never stand. Those lawsuits are ridiculous. It is not a civil rights violation to tell people they can't be forced to do something like wear a mask. That's so outrageous. Only a moron like Joe Biden would agree. I'm sure Lloyd Austin will be giving a speech tomorrow about it, banning, uh, you know, banning the ban of mask mandates on uh, Bagram or whatever it may be. That's what Lloyd Austin's probably thinking about right now, rather than motorcades and securing our people up. So Weingarten tweeted this, spelling it wrong, but this is very God news. She means good. She can't spell, which is ironic. She's the head of a teacher's union. This is very good news. I'll have to correct it for her. I'm glad Biden and Cardona, our education secretary, are taking this mask thing seriously. We're in the midst of a Delta surge. Let's keep our kids in school and safe. That's why no governor should be banning masks in schools. Folks, I'm going to ask you a simple question. We follow the Moneyball theory on the show. Moneyball theory being if he's a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? Um, If masks are banned in school, please cite to me one example of a piece of legislation that bans masks in schools. Can you do that, Randy? Randy can't. Randy's a disgraceful, disgraceful human being, a noted liar. And Randy Weingarten thinks you're an idiot. She is following the Yuri Bezmenov model led by idiots, followed by sheep. She thinks you're cheap. There is not a ban on masks, a ban on wearing anywhere in the country by any public school system. There is a ban on mandating people to wear masks. But again, Randy thinks you're an idiot because she's a liar. Couple other quick stories of note. Get to this five, uh, story about vaccine mandates and fines. And by the way, let me just say on my show today, let me put this out there before we get to this story because it's important. I addressed it on my parlor account. I want to be crystal clear with my audience because I, like, unlike some others, I refuse to speak with forked tongue to you. You're owed the truth. You know my vaccine status. I've talked about it on the show. The whole issue I have with the cancer and everything like that. I'm always open with you. I'm always open. It's my choice. I don't expect any, uh, anyone else to do that. As a matter of fact, I urge you to keep your medical information yourself. But, you know, I'm a public figure. It's my show. A lot of people asked. I chose to share it. My choice. But let me just say in no uncertain terms right here, I will not be complying with any mandates regarding the vaccine to do anything. I just want to be absolutely crystal clear on that. Everybody, the radio show listening, I will not be complying with any man. Does everybody understand that? Any. Your call. But we will not be complying with any mandates. Everybody understand? Just making sure, like Trump did yesterday when he said that in the clip, do you understand? All right. Now that we're clear, your move. Fox Business story. Sorry, on a bit of a lighter note. Socialist magazine, Current Affairs, their staff were effectively fired for trying to organize a worker co-op. <laughs> this is not... <laughs> this is, Joe, we needed this. I'm sorry I for the heavy in. show. This is not the Babylon Bee. So a socialist magazine, Current Affairs, fired their staff for practicing socialism. That's a real story. It's up at BonginoReport.com. If you want to read it, it's also in the newsletter. It's good to know. Socialists. Uh, socialism always uh, always good for the socialist. <laughs> Hold on. I got to take a note. I want to make sure I address this uh, later on the show. 
Jim's getting nervous right now. That's all right. No, he's not. He's got cojones the size of West Texas. Maybe East Texas. Good figure. Breitbart article. This will be the last story of the day. <laughs> New York City to impose up to $2,000 fines on businesses serving the unvaccinated. New York City has a vaccine mandate, again, which I will not be complying with. Uh, so you can forget that. Apparently, you're going to have to show some kind of vaccine pass at the door to get in. And if the restaurant or place doesn't check you, they can be fine. Folks, it's time for mass civil disobedience. It ties there. I chose this story last because it ties the whole show together. I started the show discussing how we're being led by imbeciles and followed by imbecile sheep. Imbecile sheep with mask mandates, parents who pretend to be parents to their kids who are pinos, parents in name only. Put my kid in a mask. You know the long-term effects of that on your kid for eight hours? I have no idea. I don't care. I just want to stick it to Trump. Okay, you're, it's really a disgusting uh, uh, thing to say, but whatever. You do you. I'm glad you're programmed. You're totally programmed, like Yuri Bezmanov said. But to the parents who are actual parents to their kids and care about their kids, I urge uh, civil disobedience here on a mass scale. Do not comply. Consent to the governed has been revoked. Um, just don't comply. The mask mandate in Florida and Palm Beach County will never, it's unenforceable. The governor's already said it's unenforceable. It's unenforceable because it's not constitutional anyway. Um, they can force you to wear a mask out in public without producing any data that it's stopped this pandemic or any data that it stops people from effectively contracting. It may have some marginal effect, again, on transmitters if they're actively coughing. But sadly, what I've seen is most time people want people want to cough with a mask on. You know what they do? They put the mask down to cough. Yeah, I saw that in, in church. That was, that was fascinating when they had the mask mandate. So what's the point, right? Mass civil disobedience. Now, I know it's hard for a lot of people. A lot of people just want to be left alone. They want to go about their lives. They want to live their lives. They want to earn their money. They want to eat dinner with their families, attend the kids' little league game, and they want to go home. And I get that, and I understand that. But this isn't the time for that. We're being led by idiots and followed by sheep, and you're not one of them. I strongly encourage you to get together with other parents and urge civil disobedience here on a mass scale. I encourage these restaurant owners in New York City to get together with other restaurant owners and urge civil disobedience on a mass scale. They can't come after you all at once. It's not possible. They can't come after you all at one time. Just don't comply. Don't obey. And remember, it's hard the first few times because of a principle of economics called the prisoner's dilemma. It's hard to organize these things. I've discussed it before on the show because I love economics and I'm fascinated by it. But the reason 10 prison guards can control 2,000 prisoners sometimes is because it's hard. The human condition makes it hard to coordinate. It's called the prisoner's dilemma. It's not a moral judgment. It's an economics problem. The prisoner analogy, it's why, you know, because the prisoners, they're just, they can't coordinate. One guy says, hey, we're going to break out of the prison tomorrow. You got to trust that the other guy's going to do it. Because if you're the only one charging the gate and there's 10 guards, then it's 10 to 1, even though it's 2,000, 10,000, 15,000 prisoners. You get it? You have to trust that the other guy is going to follow through. And most people don't trust the other guy to follow through. Reminds me of what I have. When I was a student at Archbishop Malloy High School in Queens, it's a great school. I was a student there. Uh, they, um, I remember they wanted to organize a student walkout, and everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, man, we're gonna do it. Whatever, one o'clock, we're all walking out." Everybody's like, "Yeah, we're gonna do it." Nobody did. Not, literally, not one person did it. It's amazing. Four hundred students all agreed they were gonna. Not one did it because the coordination problem. Nobody trusted the other one, so everybody was looking around to see who would move first. Nobody moved, so everybody just went to class. You may say, well, what's the problem with civil disobedience? Why even recommend that it, to do it under the mask thing? Because, folks, 
The prisoner's dilemma is overcomable through repeated trials. After a while, you figure out who you can trust and who you can't. The parents you can trust and who you can't. The parents who will follow through and not mask their kids. And eventually, once that trust is built, you can overcome the prison's dilemma and you can engage in collective action. The left knows that. We need to know it too. A lot of information, folks. Loaded show today. Really appreciate your attention. Please watch the show today on Rumble. These clips are just stunning. Rumble.com slash Bongino. And don't miss my show on uh, Fox Saturday night at 10 p.m. Unfiltered. The uh, opening is going to be interesting. We'll see where that goes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Questions also. If you have questions for tomorrow, Ask Dan segment, go to Rumble.com slash Bongino. Just comment underneath any of the videos. Guy will read them. We'll do like four or five questions tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.